live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwa. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwa. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bijan Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There is something special about the first four when it comes to Texas Southern. Back-to-back wins in this round in 2021 and 2022 as Johnny Jones' crew gets it done. Do not write the epilogue to Mike Woodson's first season at Indiana just yet. They knock off Wyoming 66-58. The Hoosiers are moving on. 12 on the shot clock. Mo gets free. Launches a three left side. Got fouled. He hit it! And one! Are you kidding me? Got it knocked loose. CJ's got it. Steal. Throw ahead. Marvin. Watch out! Bam! Win column suitors. Game over. Oklahoma hasn't played in the NIT in 18 years, but they're in the win column tonight, 89-72. All right, good morning, everyone. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday. March 16, our show every day, all three hours, brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. They got a little bit of everything there, and all their brands are best in class, kind of like TJ. At Extreme Outdoor Equipment, under one roof, you could buy a zero-turn mower to cut your grass. Although, honestly, I think they have those outside. That's a little bit misleading, TJ, when you say under one roof. That's uh, a good point. I yeah. think they have those sitting out. I think they have those. No, you know what? I No, I stand corrected. There were some in the showroom, so I apologize. It is true advertising. A tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land. A four-wheeler, side-by-side, or UTV to take hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. And if you want to get away from it all, they can help you there, too, with the purchase of a new travel trailer or rental of a motorhome. Now, they definitely had the motorhomes outside, TJ. Those were not under the roof. So. But you're under the roof of the motorhome. Yeah. Well, you you get the premise, though, right, TJ? All one's place. One. One stop shopping at extreme outdoor equipment. Don't take everything so literally. They'll even let you mow their uh, land over there. What? They figured it out. They'd never have to mow their grass because all of the people buying them just hop on the mowers and mow it for them. It's a good deal they got going. Extreme, by the way, spelled with an X. Extreme outdoor equipment. They got a shop in Goldsby and a shop in Newcastle. Check them out. Great folks. Sooners win last night. OU wins opening game of the NIT over Moe State. Wait, how about that 
Isaiah Mosley kid, huh? Yeah, he was great, especially in that first half. I It felt like in that first half, if they didn't uh, contain him, which they ended up doing in the second half, that he may go off for 40, 50 points and carry them to a win. He was he was something else. Although he, had, he was going punch to punch with I uh with uh Emoja Gibson. Oh. So that that stretch that they got going on was pretty that great. Was great. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. He had two forty point games this year, and you could see why. I mean, he is he's first an, off he, he's gonna play at the next level. I mean he's Yes. Yeah. He's getting his. I mean, he's taking shots, so he's a volume shooter. But, man, I mean, it is it's a high-arcing, soft shot, and uh, I'm not sure he touched the rim in the first half. And every time he made a shot, he would look at the bench with this disgusted look on his face, like, why is anyone even trying to guard me? <laughs> I am annoyed that I have to play college basketball with you peons, and I'm not already in the National Basketball Association. That's the look he had on his face. It was funny, but, man, he was good. Missouri State's good. They just ran into an Oklahoma team playing really good ball right now. Sooners advance, if you have not heard, St. Bonaventure won late last night over Colorado in Boulder. St. Bonaventure? Bonaventure. Yeah, St. Bonavision. I think that's what Mo said. <laughs> I think that's what he said in the post game last night. In his post game interview, he was like, "What do they call him? What's it?" It was funny. Oh, oh, I think I got that interview. We'll try to play it here in a bit. Uh, Bonnies, Sooners, and Bonnies. I wonder if they've ever played before. I could look that up. Uh, they will play. We don't know when. We think Sunday. We think in Norman, but nothing's official yet. So uh, stay tuned on that. The NIT. I figured it out kind of works uh, like, eh, we'll figure it out as we go. We'll let you know. So, just be ready. Yeah, just be ready. We'll let you know. Have a backpack just in case, but you may stay at home. We'll just let you know. I think they'll be at home. It's all about if they can work around the women. Right. You know, the women's right. NCAA tournament's going on, so um, they got to work around that. Okay, Teach. Uh, okay. Have you seen the – have you seen the weather today, by the way? We're getting to 79 degrees today. Yeah. 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 Supposed to be beautiful. We got a baseball game today at 2 o'clock. That's correct. Another one against Air Force. Enjoy some sunshine I today? may be able to make today's, yeah. I was uh, just watching on television yesterday, flipping back and forth between the basketball game. As It was funny. You guys ended the game, and I'm like, they just ended baseball, and baseball started two hours before you guys tipped off, and you guys almost ended at the same time. I watched. They should the look first into speeding up that game or something. I don't know. <laughs> I watched the first inning of baseball. I was going to watch. I thought, yeah, I can watch the first two, maybe three innings. I, I uh, it started at four, and I wanted to get over to the arena about five. Pre-game started at five thirty. So I was like, ah, probably first couple innings. If they go fast, maybe first three, that's probably pushing it, but maybe. I watched one inning, and it was time to go. It was a long first inning. Uh, OU and St. Bonaventure played in 2002 in Norman. Sooners won 80-74. to That's their only meeting. This will be their second. So, back to the point. 79 degrees. Now, it's going to be... 
breezy today. We'll go with breezy. But beautiful day to get outside and watch some baseball if you can. It's a Wednesday. I understand a lot of people got to work. But they're going to be playing at Mitchell Park at 2 o'clock. And then after the game, uh, the Air Force is going to hop back on uh, Air Force 2 and head home. Ah, Lee. That's the coolest, man. Is that thing parked out at Will Rogers somewhere? I don't know. I'd like know. to roll up and see that thing. That'd be pretty I'm cool jealous. if it is. That's, yeah. uh, uh, I, I didn't, did you, I, didn't, I need to ask Taylor if he talked to the Air Force coach in pregame yesterday. If not, I want to go talk to him today and see if uh, I can get some deets on that. Well, I think I would be over like, a tinker maybe? Well, yes, that's what I would think, but. I was told they flew into Will Rogers for huh. some reason. Well, that's interesting. Could be that could be wrong. You would think they would fly into Tinker. Maybe just because it's closer. Is it closer? It's not that much closer. Anyway, wherever it is, uh, you know, we started this conversation a few days back, thinking maybe they would, you know, take a C one thirty or something and just grab it out of the the the, the back hangar and take the baseball team around. <laughs> I had no idea they were taking the vice president's plane. I don't think that normally happens. Like they, those pictures that I sent you that were on social media yesterday, that looked like they were kind of giddy about getting to take the plane. They were all lounging, you know, around. Yeah, where, I, don't, I don't think you're taking those pictures in front of it and all that if that's a normal thing. So I think that was something right. special for them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The pictures were really cool from inside, and then, like I said, the team photo outside. That's a cool thing. You think they have to, they, I guess, I mean, somebody's got to call up Kamala and say, hey, can we borrow the plane? We got a baseball series this week. I mean, I wonder how all that works. Uh, obviously, they don't call her, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's wild stuff, Teach. <laughs> um, bracket challenge. What do folks need to know? We're running out of time here. We got one day one and about day. four hours until this thing gets going. So what do people need to know? Uh, the Ref Bracket Challenge brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems and Craig Cox. Those guys over there do a great work in the Oklahoma City and Tulsa area. 405-361-3094 in OKC, 918-984-5475 in Tulsa. They will be giving the winner a 55-inch smart TV. Go to ESPN.com, log in under your ESPN account, go to the Bracket Challenge page. You can find the link on the uh, Sports Talk 1400 website. We've also put it up, I believe, on uh, Twitter and Facebook social media, so you can just find the direct link there. Uh, if you can't and you want to search the group, just search the Ref Bracket Challenge, and then once you're there, the password to get into the group is the-ref, all lowercase. All right. Uh, and we're playing for a 55-inch... That's correct. Smart TV. Smart TV. We looked into Is it a, a dumb color TV? TV. We looked into a dumb TV, uh, but we decided to go with the smart. They had a sale going on, so we went with the smart TV. Is so. it color or black and white? Uh, color. Nice. Aren't we? Uh, boy, the way uh things come and uh you know, vintage things come back around. That's one thing that hasn't is the old black and white TV. People are you know playing their vinyl and Good point. getting their record player and stuff, but nobody's saying like. Hey, man, just went to uh, Best Buy, picked me up a black and white. That's a good point. There are a lot of things that are retro that are, have mm -hmm. come back around. Mm -hmm. We have not seen a resurgence of the black and white television. And I don't think we will. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we will, but when you ask that, Nobody it has, me wonder. 
people do say I like the sound of music better on vinyl. Yes. People do say I miss the old stand-up video games, you know, those kind of retro arcade video games have come back around. Get this. We uh, took Bronx to Heyday. We were playing video games on uh, this past weekend, and uh, there was a machine there that you could play Pac-Man or Galaga for free. And uh, I tore up some Galaga. My son's standing there, and he goes, you're amazing at this. And I said, I am. Still to this day, I'm amazing at Galaga. And uh, I was just tearing that machine up. So much fun. Now, I always pronounced it Galaga. Galaga? Galaga? Galaga. Is that how I'm supposed to say it? No, you may be right. I've just always said it. Galaga? Galaga. 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 Galaxy. So Uh, I'm going to say this softly because I don't know who's awake in the house and who's not. But I came home from something the other day. My wife said... uh, Chloe and uh, this boy are uh, going to get together and hang out for a little bit. <laughs> and I laughed and I said, I said, what are they doing? Going to the arcade? You know, because it sounded like what we, that's what we would do when we were kids, you know? Right. Go to the arcade. Meet at the mall arcade, yeah. Yeah. What are they going to do? Meet at the mall and go to the arcade? What do you mean hang out? What do that? She goes, uh, actually, yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They're going to the arcade at the mall. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's an arcade at the mall? I like how she put it She's softly like, yeah. to you to not tell you that your daughter's going on a date. Well, everyone swears that's not what it is. But I said, have we told the boy that? Because I'm pretty sure the boy's going to think this is a date. Yeah, no, you're asking a friends. girl to go hang out. No, I don't care where it is. They're that's a friends. date. Mm, yeah, they're just friends, everyone uh-huh. says. Nah, they're huh. just friends, yeah. Huh. Mm. All right. I'd like to speak on behalf of the boy here. He doesn't know that. Going to the arcade? Uh, Galaga. Galaga. Galaga? Galaga. 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 Did I say Galaga? You said Galaga. Galaga. Now you've got me questioning how I normally say it. Galaga Galaga or Galaga? (laughs) I don't know now. You say it your way. I'll say it my way at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Galaga. Galaga. No, we didn't say it at the same time. Galaga. Galaga. Hmm. I don't know. All right, some a video game expert out there let us know. Nerds. But you tore it up, huh? Oh, man, I was good. You're still, still to this good day. at it after all these still years? Still to this still day, I, uh, I rolled the high score on that machine and just kept going. And it was, it was uh, uh, my son has not looked at me that way uh, in a long time. And it was just like, oh, you are the man. Mad respect. You are the man right now. And I'm like, I know, I know. Let and me ask you this. I didn't we, want him to know either that my hand, my arthritis, uh, if I have arthritis, <laughs> was just killing me as I was hitting the fire button. So yeah. Dad's got to sit down now, kids. <laughs> He's out of breath from playing Galaga. Galaga. When you roll up on an arcade machine these days, you put quarters in it, or do you give it your Venmo? Well, this one was set up to, like I said, you just played for free. You just uh, scrolled through which one you wanted to play, Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. It was like six games on oh. there, and you just hit. It had credits built in it, so. Um, but like on his games that he would go and play in Heyday, you've got the gaming card. You know, you swipe the gaming card. You don't have quarters. There's one of those uh, arcade things uh, down on Film Row. It's across from Jones Assembly, downtown the, the Oklahoma City. Flashback Retro Pub. Is that the oh, one is that you're what talking it is? about? 
you pay like a cover charge yes. to get in, and then you play all the games, and then you free. play all the video games you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there. I haven't done it, but I've heard it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. They've got all the old school games in there. NBA Jam, all of them are in there, and then you just yeah, you play for free for as long as you want. They have a golden tea. Uh, it was the last time I was in there. It has been a while. It was pre-COVID that I've been there, so it's been a couple of years. But yeah, they did. You pinch the crap out of your hands yes. on Golden yes. Tee, man. That's great. All right, seven nineteen in the world. Sorry, we took a trip down. Point is, of all of those, nobody has ever said in the history of the planet, man, I miss watching television on a black and white TV. <laughs> I was like, how did we get here? We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Galaga. I was right. I Galaga. Was right. What did I say? Galaga? Why Galaga, did I even yeah. say it that way? I'm not sure. It's early. Saxon Realty Group. That was the voice of Terry Saxon you heard right before that, how to pronounce the Galaga. Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee. They can help you sell your home, do it for thousands less, putting that money in your pocket. And right now in the month of March, Saxon Realty Group will list your home for free if you're buying and selling a home. Get with Terry, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. Toby, I cringed during your post-game NIT Porter interview last night when he thanked the crowd that was there and how they stood up and they were loud and encouraged them to come back. He did say he hopes for a better scheduled playing time next game. I squirm when I have to hear you guys address the elephant in the room. Porter's the best hands down. It's Jim in Arlington. I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean? I think he uh, thought Porter was taking a shot when he said was there. Like, I think Porter was surprised by the crowd last night. I think he was encouraged I was by surprised. it. So, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I don't think any shots were being taken at anybody. I think he was trying to give kudos to the crowd. It was an NIT game, and a really nice crowd showed up, and they were way into it. So, I think everybody was surprised it, by it that. It played well on TV, and it's funny because I've seen on Twitter – uh, people like, oh, that crowd sucked last night. And then I've seen others like us that were like, hey, that was a pretty good showing last night. A week of spring break, very little notice. Tuesday night like that after being announced Sunday night, hoping that you got into the NCAA tournament. What a great crowd. And then I get on the text line this morning too, like the uh, end of the, the Rush show, there are people like texting in like, I'm here now, this crowd sucks. Yeah, I'm not telling you it was large. Yeah, they didn't Uh, sell it out or anything, no. 5,000 people. I'm telling you, the people that were there were, like, overly caffeinated. Like, they were crazy into it. You've been to one of those field trip games? Yeah, the the getaway games. That's, yeah. Where the kids are all in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that, but, like, an adult version of that. Like, they, they came to show their appreciation, it felt like, for the way this team played down the stretch. And they were cheering them. It was great. I mean, if you're in the building, you understand. If you aren't, you're watching on TV. I get it if you don't understand. But it was a, it was very cool. It was one of the most fun nights of the year in the LNC last night. Hear me now, as my right. message is of great importance. As a baron, I've watched oil lower and climb to her peak. If it, 
It's as if God's lava said to itself, pull on the earth's inhabitants, pull on their heartstrings, let your heart beat into earth's uh, festering wind and ways. <laughs> what is that about? Where are we going with this? <laughs> I don't know. That, that's the text. <laughs> I have no idea. Was that meant for our show? I don't know what's going on. Uh, The game last night was awesome. We enjoyed it. Waiting to hear about Sunday's time now. Don't know yet. Uh, during the season ticket, uh, during the season, the season ticket holders only come to the big games and sit on their hands. Well, I think that part of it was what you speculated. Like, everybody got in for one price, could sit wherever they wanted. Yes. Got to come down low, got to sit, in, you know, on the side. Maybe they even kind of encouraged people to sit on the sides. And so that's part of it. There's no doubt about it. Need to uh, maybe just at, at some point every game just say, hey, everybody, come on down. Which I think they've done at times. I don't know if they did that this season, but they have before. Um, yeah. yeah. Good morning. How does this look? How do I get the pin to you? And he sent me all these pictures of a pin. Is that from today? Yeah, it is. I think the somebody's wanting to send me a pin. It's a very fancy pin. Looks like wood grain with some type of. Uh, hmm. Copper or something uh, point? Like it, it's Are they wanting pin. to mail me a pin? Because of my missing, because of my pin that was stolen by an OU basketball coach? Yeah, and it says, Good morning. About? I have completed the pin I offered to make since you didn't get yours own oh, one back. How do I get it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I give the station address over the airwaves? Or Oh, yeah, that, that's fine. Or you want to text them back and let them know what it is? Or Yeah, I can text this uh, person back here. Okay. TJ will text you back and let you know what the mailing address for the station is. Just mail it to the station. They'll get it to me. Thank you very much. This person made me a pen, TJ. You don't often hear that, someone making a pen for someone. Pen. Pen. I've never pen. heard of pen. 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 <laughs> Galaga. <laughs> Galaga. Pen. Uh, last one I've got here for this segment says the Air Force team landed at Ted's secret landing strip and bunker. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably right. Uh, man, they're cool too. Man, I was watching them, and uh, you know, the just like watching the service academies during the national anthem and everything makes me all tingly with pride and everything. You know, it's just. They asked all the servicemen and women to stand before the anthem yesterday that were there. And I don't know. I We played Army and football. Remember how cool that night was when we played Army and football? Oh, I mean, awesome. they almost beat yes. us. But everything leading up to that was off the charts. And uh, this this wasn't quite that. But it, it's cool when you play. You just know. Like these men, these young men are are uh, are really good baseball players. But. That is so secondary, third dairy, whatever, down the line to their quest in life, you know? And everybody else you go up against is wanting to be Major League Baseball players, and nothing wrong with that. That's great. I'm just saying there's something very, very cool whenever you you come in contact with the service academies and everything about them. And 
I don't know. We get them again today. Two o'clock today. OU. Now, I didn't hear Taylor's call last night, so maybe he said it on the air. I know in their game notes they did not name a starting pitcher for this one. Uh, but I believe it's going to be Javier Ramos, unless Skip changes his mind. That's what he was going to do yesterday was go with Ramos, which will be interesting, Teach, because he got a few opportunities last year, had a couple of good ones, had some that he couldn't throw strikes. So I'm intrigued to see this year if he is, um, you know, a little more, uh, what's the word, under control. Keyed in, locked in, yeah. He's got maybe the best stuff in on the team. He's got incredible stuff. We were watching him throw a bullpen yesterday, and Skip goes, look how easy this is for him. Like, he doesn't even look like he's trying to throw it hard. Some guys throw 90, and it looks like it's taking every muscle in their body, you know? Javier Ramos throws 94, 95, and it looks like he's just flicking it. It doesn't even look like he's trying. But you got to know where it's going. And uh, he had... I remember vividly the Texas Tech game in Amarillo last year. Ramos' game wasn't going very well. Ramos came out of the pin. Tech was hitting everything. Bombs all over the place. He strikes out the first five guys he faces. Texas Tech. These guys can rake. Strikes out the first five guys he faces. Just mows them down. And then proceeds to, I think, walk the next five. (laughs) I think that's right, yes. So that's kind of the way he's been. And so it'll be if it is indeed Javier that gets the start today, that'll be very interesting to see a year later uh, where he's at. We've seen him out of the pen a few times. He's had some good appearances, some not as good. But to give him a starting role. I thought it was encouraging to see Braden Carmichael pitch as well as he did yesterday. He had that curveball looking like last year again yesterday, man. That thing has a serious hump in it <laughs> he throws when he throws it, it it looks like it's going about 40 miles an hour and it looks like it's going over the head of the catcher and then right down into the strike zone so two o'clock today 1 30 pregame you can hear baseball right here on the ref we'll take a break we'll be back the Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Toby and TJ back with you. It's The Ref, home with Sooner fans, blaring statewide. We're brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. All right, Teach, um, I got my bracket finalized. Tomorrow's the... Attorney, I mean, you know, we're underway with these play-in games, but we're going tomorrow. We're going, going tomorrow, and uh, so you got to get, you got to get entered, folks. Bracket challenge, the ref, the ref, something like that, right? Teach the ref, the ref. That's how you get in. <laughs> the ref bracket challenge, the yeah, dash ref said. password. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hold on, I'm a little um, emotional right now. I just got done watching Buzz Williams post game last night. <laughs> oh, what happened? I don't know what to think of it. I don't. We need, we may need to play it here. It's about seven and a half minutes long. It's long, but he opens his NIT post game press conference with a typed up uh, letter so that he didn't uh, forget anything, and he just reads it and talks about A and M being left out of the tournament and his process the last two days and trying to determine why they were, what was put into it, why they weren't selected. 
Um, and then he gets emotional at the end. Please stay on track up. and not yeah. ramble. I have prepared an opening statement for tonight. I apologize in advance for this taking longer than normal. But for many reasons, I think this is the right approach. And even though I've always answered any question you guys have asked, once I'm finished with this statement, I'm not going to answer any questions going forward on this topic. Because my statement includes all that I'm comfortable sharing. When you are completely absorbed in a worthy cause, you give it all of your time, energy, and emotion. The sacrifice required prevents you from being aware of anything other than the cause you are devoted to. From Valentine's Day through Sunday afternoon, everyone in our program and the families they represent gave all they had. And in a way that I have never witnessed personally or professionally, gave their absolute best on a daily basis. And in truth, as the odds continued to grow against us, found ways to get better and embrace the task at hand that particular day. During that time, we won five of our last six to finish the regular season and won three of four last week while advancing to the championship game of the conference tournament. That ending propelled us to a total of 12 SEC wins for the season. We found out Sunday afternoon that those numbers weren't good enough to be invited as an at-large team. We were and are completely devastated and heartbroken. Sad is the wrong word, because it doesn't completely express the totality of our emotions. Since our return late Sunday night, I have spent all of my waking hours trying to better understand the data on how those 12 SEC competition-only wins weren't enough, while knowing that the four teams in our league that won more than that were all a four-seed or higher. As I began to do research, the first thing I wanted to learn was how members were selected to the committee and how the selection of those members <laughs> even worked. In other words, what committee selected the committee? I wanted to research who was on the committee for this He's year's tournament. A rabbit hole now. That's what I said. I don't know what to think of this whole thing. And how when they were appointed to their position on the committee, so that once they were appointed, what data is it that they study? When... Where and how often do they meet? And when they meet, what are the topics of discussion? And during it all, what metrics do they he look at? He at like 3 in the morning, and he's even... And what is most important? Saying, what was I thinking here? <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I studied it all with the lens they do. So that I could better understand how what we did this season wasn't enough. I wanted this understanding so I could have an explanation for our players, their parents, and coaches, and be accountable in my relationship with each of them. My phone and TV have been off since we landed late Sunday night, so I'm oblivious to whatever has been said. 
But similar to how the committee is supposedly sequestered, I wanted to make sure that my research was thorough and I didn't have the opinion of others diluting the information I was gathering. What did you find out, Buzz? So that this doesn't turn into a math class, I have brought copies of the summary of my research. He brought notes. If for some reason any of you would want one. I wish you'd put pie charts up. You guys are welcome to this. (laughs) But like a team of interns. Without reviewing all of the numbers again, I have made copies so that you guys can see what I studied. After studying all of this nonstop the last two days and looking at it from every vantage point, it defies logic that we are not in the NCAA tournament. Despite repeated pleas, I have only been given generalities by those above me, not data-specific evidence on why we weren't invited. Without logical reasoning behind the decision, are we getting While to a knowing payoff I still must explain this to our guys no, and that's their what families, I said. It, it goes on it like this, and then he just breaks down in tears. And faith wow. in the system that's worth sticking and those that are in it. I'll stick around for that. What has transpired is wrong. His conclusion I am is so sad for all of the up. young men in our program. Yes. They got it right. Especially those who decided to stay at Texas A&M with their COVID year of eligibility. Here we go. He, he can't go on for a minute. The process is obviously <laughs> flawed. And it is apparent that there is way more included that is unseen and unknown in the selection of the 36 at-large teams. That's an accusation right there. Than what the public is made aware of. Basically saying the NCAA is dirty right here. Yeah, that's what he's saying right there. Until there is complete transparency and accountability, the system will stay broken. And this will continue to happen. Like many other things I have seen with the NCAA in my career, especially during my tenure here. We're getting close to the end, folks. Hang on. Allowing a personal bias to impact the process should not be allowed. Our players and staff earned a right to play in the greatest tournament in the world. And it disgusts me in a way that I can't articulate that the system and the adults in it prohibited that from happening because several in our program will never have that opportunity again. Despite how disenchanted I have become with all of this, I will always stand up for our players and the families they represent. Regardless of the opinion of anyone, that is the least that I can do. Wow. Our focus is now on what we can control, and I will answer any questions about tonight's game. There you go. Buzz Williams, uh, after his NIT win last night, with a prepared statement. What do you think, Teach? Here's what I thought the whole time watching that. 
I agreed with him through some of it. I would like to know, too, because I'm not going to argue with him. Uh, I watched I watched more A&M this weekend than I had the whole college basketball season. I saw a good portion of a couple of their games this weekend. and They're, they're a good team. I thought they probably could have played in the tournament. Same as I thought with Oklahoma. Um, my thought process is there are 68 teams. Just be better. So I see his point that as a coach – if they don't know exactly what they're even looking at to know what they have to get their team in, that's got to be a little bit frustrating. And Porter, I think, was a little bit that way. He didn't prepare a statement or anything, but he thought they were in. He he was pushing for his team, which is every coach is doing that, whether they're you know last four out, next four out, whatever they are, every coach thinks their team should be in. Um, one thing that stood out to me there is they decided to start trying on Valentine's Day for this season, yeah. to which it started back in you know preparation in November and the season in December, so I would like to know why you weren't trying in December and January and early February, and why well, Valentine's Day you just decided all of a sudden, hey, we should probably try to make the tournament. So because I'm, at that point they had lost eight in a row, they had. Um, but he's he's probably right. There are a couple yep. of these teams that deserved to be in the tournament over others, but you can't. There are teams that are going to win conference tournaments that you don't expect that are going to take certain bids. Um, I think he's insinuating there this is dirty, mm-hmm. and there's some things going on behind the scenes, and he's trying to protect his kids. So there's a lot. There's a, he said a lot in that seven minutes. Yeah. Their net was lower than OU's, by the way. They were at 43. Mm-hmm. OU was at 39. Uh, it's it would be really hard to have watched the conference tournaments and not think Texas A&M and Oklahoma were two of the 68 best teams in the country. Sure, right. That's not how it works. I understand that. It's your body of work. And the fact is they lost eight in a row at one point, nine out of ten. They don't really have a bad loss. I mean, even their non-conference losses were to Wisconsin and TCU, a couple of uh, tournament teams. So, I, I, you know, OU, I think, was disappointed when their name didn't pop up, but not shocked. Texas A&M was shocked. Like, I thought, I think we all thought Texas A&M was easily in once they went to the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even, it was just a matter of, are they a 10, a 9, where'd they end up? And they, when they didn't make it, they were shocked. Uh, so I think that's, you know, that's part of it. But, TJ, they do, I, I would encourage Buzz to take comfort in this. They got great facilities at Texas A&M, and they're gonna. I knew that was coming. Going forward, they're gonna be able to be happy about that. You know, I mean, have you seen the facilities they have down there? Part of that was too. Let me show how much I care in case they're thinking about getting rid of me since I didn't make the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah, you can't fire a guy that just had a seven minute. I just cried for you. Press okay. Conference. Yeah, we'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. I also have notes with me on how this show works. If any of you would like that, I can pass those out now but i will not be answering any more questions after the show the data that i have gathered on all these unrest i've had (laughs) saxon realty group brings you this hour 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com he's got a point 
It would be nice if they put a camera in the room on Selection Sunday or, or leading up to it and uh, oh, put out some footage of it. That. On uh, it, it, we could, you would love it. That. You would love it. Uh, I would be highly entertained, but as a society, we could not handle. No, no. And, watching and the decision making. Part of what Buzz was crying over is what I fight against every day. He basically was saying, "Not enough teams get into the tournament. I deserve to be there. Let's extend this tournament. Let's make it, you know, eighty plus teams." Because obviously some of us that are really good are getting left out. We can't get left out. These boys deserve it. <sighs> oh, boy, TJ. I can't believe what you have to put up with in life. <laughs> uh, a couple of texts here. Eric Comfort Solutions text line. That's a big bleep baby right there. Mm, starts with an wow. A. Starts with an A. Uh, tell Buzz to be transparent and tell us how much his NCAA tournament bonus would have been. (laughs) (laughs) If he can't articulate the issue, why did he try for five minutes? Did he earn the Aggies a silent, uh, black ball, but the NCAA is dirty. Seven and a half minutes, by the way. Yeah, it was seven and a half minutes. Uh, this texter says, no matter how many teams you have, it's never enough. And the focus is always on who didn't get in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, this one says, I was not taking shots at the crowd that was there or Porter. I was just pointing out how awkward it is whenever Toby and Porter have to address the crowd attendance after games. You know Porter is trying his hardest to be polite, but yes, the crowd that was there did their best to be the uh, a cra- be a great crowd. Um, the crowd that wasn't there was just trying to point it out. I, I, I just don't understand what was awkward. Like we, I didn't think the exchange we had was awkward at all. There was nothing about trying to get people to come to the game. It was wholeheartedly, wow, that was great tonight. Nobody was saying, yeah. Maybe Jim saying here, he doesn't it want great. it addressed ever. It should be a packed house all games and that uh, Porter's just used to it at that point, you know? Maybe that's what he's meaning by that. No insinuation there whatsoever. It was a great crowd last night. You, The, the people were into it and made it a lot of fun. Way to go, everybody. 8 o'clock, we'll be back.